Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Short and Spooky. This is the podcast about anthology shows from the 80s and 90s. And I'm getting spooky with my good buddy, Tommy. What's up, Tommy? Not much, John. How you doing, bud? Good. As you mentioned, my name is John. And, uh... (laughs) I mean... Yeah. yeah, was I not supposed to? No, we you know we have no format for the way that we introduce ourselves in the show, so it's always interesting. Uh, how's it going, dude? Good. I uh, the tail end of being sick. Oh no. Yeah. Maybe you got what I had. Did I mean we did sleep together? So. <laughs> yeah, I got a uh, all part of the podcast. No, all part of the podcast. Yeah, I didn't want to, but yeah. I'm committed to. Uh, I locked the door. Art. Very nice. To my bedroom, and you were there, so. Yeah, well, we oh. share a lot of germs in here. Uh, we call it the hot box. The hot box. It's it. it's uh it's about to become the hot box again soon. Yes, yes, it we're is. um we're hitting uh, the spring mm-hmm. in Berkeley, and we're uh, we're gonna get real warm in here soon. That's what I like. Yeah, there's you know, no balance between it. No, there's not. You know what else I like? Anthology shows. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, just to talk about something we've been talking about for quite some time. Uh, the new Twilight Zone reboot by Jordan Peele just came out uh, the other day. On the uh, the 1st of April. Yeah, it was uh, on CBS All Access, which is like some bullshit online streaming uh, service that nobody has. Yeah. I watched mine on, uh, I watched it on YouTube. They had it, uh, a link. Already? Yeah, I wasn't sure. I was like, oh, this is going to be an April Fool's joke. No way they're going to have this episode for free, all unedited. And they did. There was no commercials, and they were swearing. And, uh, yeah, I saw the first episode of the new Twilight Zone reboot. Uh, what would you think? Well, <clears throat> something I... Uh, for this episode, uh, the first one uh, it had Kumail Nanjiani. Okay. Uh, he was, like, the protagonist. And then they also had Tracy Morgan. T. Morg? Yeah. And then... Uh, I didn't see the second episode, but it has Adam Scott in it. Who? Oh uh, wow! You know, and I'm. And was, it, um, was it was uh, it a reboot of like an, a previous episode, or was it new? The first plot? one, the first one with Kumail Nanjiani was an original uh, written piece. It was kind of like one of those "Be careful what you wish for" kind of uh, tales. Uh, but the episode two was a reboot. It was Terror at Ten Thousand Feet. I was just gonna say they yeah. have to do that one. Then they, they, that's. A classic. It's classic. They did it in the original Twilight Zone. They did it in the 80s Twilight Zone movie with John Lithgow. Yep. They did it in Simpsons. You made me watch that movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. A good movie, yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm kind of concerned because I'm like, oh, if you guys got Adam Scott to do the same episode, I'm like, is it just going to be like that? It's just going to be a bunch of comedians who are friends with Jordan Peele. I'm uh, a little worried about that now that you mention it too, yeah. Because, you know, sometimes you see a comedic actor, it's not always easy to kind of forget that sometimes like i'm watching this actor and it's hard you to can't get... disassociate them yeah that's it's... how i feel about um ryan reynolds yeah i'm like every time i see him i just think it's van wilder yeah and that's he plays why, himself that's why I didn't in like every Deadpool, role and it's the same thing in every movie yeah that's so i funny. like the guy no, he's right. a canadian oh, so which portrays to in a million about portrays it's uh linked to our episode we're doing today yes uh, we are doing uh, a Goosebumps today. We and, are. Uh, so you know what that means. That means we got the Goosebumps crew here in the house. Uh, might as well introduce these guys. Uh, we have Goosebumps boy number one, Daniel Cooper. What's going on? Ooh. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> 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 we also got one? Riley... 
Riley, welcome back. Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> that is unbridled enthusiasm. So we got the Yippee-i-o. Yeah, I'll turn this down so it's not too distracting for you. But yeah, we got bit. everybody in the house. Yeah. Wait, wait where's my music? Your music? Yeah. Oh, well, if you want me to introduce you properly, I'll introduce you as Tommy Trash. We'll edit that out. Don't worry, Riley. Okay, folks, the guy in front of you is Tommy. Trash. 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 Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. And that means that I'll be going by Johnny Junk today. Only fitting. Here's Johnny Junk. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> Ever see a guy say goodbye to a shoe? <laughs> Junk. 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 Oh. I'm back, baby! Ooh, I like yours a lot. You ever yeah. see a guy say goodbye to his shoe? Oh. That's the Simpsons, right? Coop, Coop likes that. So I love yeah. that bit. You might as well do Coop's. The Big Snip. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta have uh, your dog Jack on the podcast sometime. I'd love to have well, well, the J-Boy well. on the PCAST. Not to... Uh, not to do anything too crazy, but since we got Riley, this is your second episode, so I got a drop for you here, man. No way, dude. Fuck we got that. Riley the Rat in the house. Riley the Rat. You dirty rat. You killed my brother. I'm a rat, man. That's awesome. I'm jealous. <laughs> Don't be jealous, what? man. You got Mine's cool so... What are you talking about? I made yours, like, what, six months ago? Of course it's not going to be as cool. <laughs> Don't be a credge, dude. I'm a credge. Plus, you I got a cool nickname, deny. dude. The Big Sniff. The Big Sniff. That yeah. is good. fucking cool, dude. Yeah. Have you uh, sniffed anything big lately? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, he sniffed something big. <laughs> I don't know what he's Willem talking about. Willem Dafoe's dick. <laughs> Big <laughs> Willem Dafoe dick. Yeah. Okay. Let's try to keep some semblance of uh, sanity in this room. Um, yeah. So today we're doing, uh, before we start actually talking about the episode, um, there is a lot of sibling play in this episode. Sibling play? Like Tommy play? loves like... family porn. <laughs> He loves moms. Hey, man, I mean, if he you look at the dads. front page of Pornhub, it looks like America in general yeah, loves... Not a fan. ...family porn. It's trending. <laughs> Which, you know what, dude? I feel I'd like that's like old Cooper's news, dude. I Cooper's tracking the data. <laughs> it's trending. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's dude, hot. literally, if you looked at Pornhub I mean, it's right now, not the top, you like, know. all the top hot videos would all be... Like, oh, it's my stepmom. It's not my real mom. It's my well, stepmom. Well, I see them getting more and more bold. And like, it's becoming like, mom. mommy. Yeah. Oh, that's like, so I'm not going to Your stepmom caught you jerking off, so now she's going to fuck you as punishment. <laughs> like, it's weird. How does that work? It's a weird punishment. Yeah, I yeah. think it just make you want to do it more. <laughs> well. If you're already... I'm a, yeah. This yeah. beard, <laughs> far from where I want it to go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you guys all have siblings, too. And the reason I brought this up is, like, did you guys ever have an annoying sibling, like, all the time? Did you guys fight much? Did they you ever get you in trouble, play any practical jokes on you? My sister used to... I don't know if I've brought this up before, but we had a gorilla mask uh -uh. that, when I was a little boy, I was very afraid of. And my sister would put it on and chase me around with it, which was pretty scary. Really? I feel like that's yep. not scary, dude. I... It's scary when you're f five or six. Gorillas. I know Daniel's sister, and she's not physically intimidating. <laughs> she was bigger than me. 
Tommy, why don't we try to keep these on track here? Uh, do you have a funny story about one of your siblings um, giving you a hard time? I remember oh, you yeah. saying... Uh, Wait, which one? I don't know. I remember you told a story once about a uh, Christmas nativity scene. Oh, yeah. One of my foster brothers punched out a kid. Yeah. He punched out the guy playing Jesus. I think he punched was. Jesus himself? Yeah. And he was one of the wow. wise men, too. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah. I was a shepherd in that one. What did you do to I help? just stood there. <laughs> That's what shepherds do. You did do. nothing? I shepped. <laughs> You're doing your job. Okay, yeah. I have a good one. So me and my brothers all shared a room. We had two bunk beds. And I'm probably like 10 years old at the time, and I had uh, what they called the yak back. Do you remember that Oh, yeah. You would like talk into it. It was like a keychain, and you hold a button, and you would say something, and then it would like play back. You could like play it backwards. It would like play back fast or slow. You could do fast or slow or in reverse. It was kind of like a talk boy. It was a bootleg talk boy. Yeah. And uh, I was going to bed one night, and my mom was like tucking me in and like... She was, like, giving me a kiss in the head and, like, put her hand underneath the pillow at the same time. And she put her hand in uh, one of our dogs that pooped. And my oldest brother <laughs> had put the poop underneath <laughs> my pillow. What? That's kind of funny. Oh, and so man. my mom, That's like, so found the poop as opposed to, like, he, his end game was, like, me, like, rolling the poop or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And he had put the talk boy right next to it. <laughs> and with a recording of him being like, ha I got you. <laughs> with his voice on it, not in fast, not in slow, not oh, in yeah. reverse. And he still denied it so hard. It's like, pretty much dead to rights. Like, we yeah. have all the evidence we need right here. He was here. an idiot. All the time he would do that. Uh, Rat Boy, what about well, you? Did you ever prank any of your siblings to be pranked? I mean, well, your regular stuff. Like, they tricked me into eating poop and stuff like that. <laughs> what? That's but classic. regular stuff. I don't classic. Know. That's what? what they say. I don't think it's true. They used to say they put bugs in my food and stuff when I was a little kid. <laughs> yeah, they did. But you know what? I don't remember any of that. I don't think it's true. I would have been too smart for that. Well, you should feel ashamed because you're a vegan now and you're eating. Uh, everyone yes. should know. Yeah. Yeah. All those part of the, the rat is the smartest animal. That's true. Hey, yeah. that's not true. You want to hear something I did yeah. uh, to my brother? Or I thought it was going to be a fantastic prank. This is your little brother, right? Yeah, I have a little brother. He's two and a half years younger than me. And like I had seen on, like I don't fucking know, like step-by-step or family matters or some shit where someone had a bucket of water above a door Mm, yeah Yeah. and then when the person opens it it like falls and they get wet Mm. uh so i was trying to get my brother to go through this door and uh he shoved me into it kind of already knowing that i something was up (laughs) like hey you want to go through this door uh And the bucket fell down, and uh, the edge of it hit my head, and it cut my forehead, oh <laughs> and my head was bleeding. And my plan to get my brother completely backfired, and then uh, he was super suspicious of everything for the next couple <laughs> weeks. I couldn't get him with shit. I'm proud of him. As, as the youngest, I'm, like, proud of him. Yeah, Fuck that. Good. Yeah. He didn't do anything. It was my own bad luck. So, uh, Coop, how's uh, how's the Coop's Nasty Customs? Or oh, is that what it's called? it's good. I haven't really been doing it much. I haven't been making a lot of stuff lately, but I'm getting ready to do a first Friday probably next next month. So oh. Still going uh, with it. You remember the last time you came over, you were just kind of talking about it, and I was like, oh, I should make a little jingle for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you did? hear how that came out? I'd love to. All right. 
This is the worldwide premiere of Coop's Nasty Customs. Okay. Coop Nasty Customs. Coop Nasty Customs. You got a dog? You got a cat? Coop Nasty Customs. You don't need a vest for him? Coop Nasty Customs. Send me a DM. I'll make you one. Check it out. That's so I'm sorry. I tried yeah, not to laugh. All right. That's really good. So it's catchy. I That's have to assume want. this is going to be driving a lot of traffic to I your hope Instagram. So. I'll make you one. <laughs> <laughs> All Check right. Uh, we're talking about Goosebumps. Can I say the name of the episode? Season one, episode three of Goosebumps. My dad is a mouth breather. <laughs> the what clock? The cuckold clock. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> But then you said the cuckoo clock. The cuckoo clock. And then I remember that people actually call it that. The cuckold clock? Here's the problem I have with this word cuckoo and the way it's spelled. For those of you who don't know, it's spelled C-U-C-K-O-O. The cuckoo clock. No, yeah, that's cuckoo. It makes the same noise, but it's spelled two different ways. That bothers me. 50% of Riley's notes are about the spelling of cuckoo. (laughs) So, yeah. yeah, so today we did an episode called uh, The Cuckoo Clock of Doom. All right. Uh, well, the way this episode starts is we see our protagonist, Michael, walking down the street, listening to tunes, bouncing a basketball. Looking cool, dude. Yeah. So, Riley thinks he looks cool because Riley thinks he looks like him. Oh, my God. That was the first thing I was going to say. So, really? Yep. You think I was like, Riley this was Riley as a little kid. I mean, Riley does have the exact same haircut. Yeah. It's um, literally, yeah. it's Riley as an adult, actually. As a little kid, I did not look like that. Is it because short um, hair? Anyway, he's got the classic yellow headphones from like the Walkman. Those are just uncomfortable. Just They were like razor here. blades in your ear. Yeah. Uh, so I wasn't sure because he was walking down the street bobbing his head and we couldn't hear the music he was listening to. However, I looked on the internet and this episode came out in 1995 and the most popular songs in Canada in 1995 were Hootie and the Blowfish. Which one? I don't think Hold my hand. Hold my hand. The, the Friends theme song, I'll Be There For You. That's, by the way. Uh, that's closer. You're getting Hold closer. Hold on. Or the number one song in Canada at this time was Alanis Morissette, One Hand in My Pocket. And the that, was it. Yeah, that was high it. Five. <laughs> I feel like it was the Alanis Morissette because he was holding a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. Right. The other one's flashing a peace sign. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So he's walking around and he uh, he fucks his dribble up and the ball goes into a like a little bush tree area. Yeah. And he yeah. immediately gets scared. Yeah. It's like slows down and I was watching it with subtitles on and in subtitles was indistinct children talking. It was, it was like was, giggling. Was what it was there. Right? Yeah. It was like giggling, and I guess it was supposed to be scary, like dead kids um, or something. Yeah, because. It, 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 yeah, indistinct giggling is not so scary on its own, but when there's blood on all the Buh. fucking trees, dude, yeah, it's a little scary. Okay, thoughts on the blood? The blood was strawberry syrup. And uh, it was blood, dude. Okay, it was in a ketchup container, so it was implied that it was ketchup. I think it was real blood. But then when she squirted the ketchup container out, blood came out of that thing, dude. Like, she had... I'm telling you, this. she was the Antichrist, and he defeated her... <laughs> Okay, I'm going to jump it ahead. But, You're okay. way but listen, ahead. listen, listen. Quit being a credge. It was implied <laughs> that it was ketchup, but I'm pretty sure it was actually blood. Well, the way it runs down... Okay, so they didn't imply anything. Okay. no. Well, so they put back. a ketchup container. That's well, like the classic ketchup container. To go back one second, he 
so he gets the ball, he's kind of freaked out, and then he finds this, like, first pool of blood. His first instinct, dip your fingers in that thing. <laughs> yeah. And it runs down his hand faster than, like, if this was supposed to be, quote-unquote, ketchup, it runs down his hands faster than, maybe Canadian ketchup's different. Yeah, uh, this is where we get a little jump scare. You know, this would be the first commercial break, I guess. So, yeah, they have this jump scare where the kid, uh, the younger sister is pranking him. What the... Was it a sock? That's what I fucking said. It looked like a sock puppet, right? It looked like an alligator. Yeah, it was like a yeah. rubber but alligator. No, initially, it really looked like a sock, right? A sock, yeah. yeah like, I thought the same thing. No, I thought alligator right away. I was like, Dude. oh shit, a miniature what? alligator just jumped out of the trees. Bloody sock puppet. <laughs> That's on my notes. This is how we meet uh, Tara. Fuck Tara. Tara Fuck sucks. Tara. Yeah. Tara's the bratty younger her. sister we all... Are glad we didn't have. Yeah, and she mm -hmm. calls him a credge. Okay. What the fuck is a credge? I thought she at meant at first like, I thought she said cradge, like some like cr curmudgeon or something like that. We uh, had to rewind it, but that she repeated it like three. Yeah, we rewinded it. We were watching. Credge is jerk spelled backwards. Um, we have Tara, okay. and she is a child. Tara is. I wasn't sure about this, but later there's some time traveling. She is five years old, if not younger. Yeah. She has to be under the age of six. She's in kindergarten. Yeah. So she's a little child and, uh, what, Michael's about to turn 12. The, that up. was one of the, the main things that I struggled with in this episode was the age discrepancy between these two kids. Because I feel like Michael should be over it. He should be actually acting like an adult, whereas they kind of age him down and have him more like a child. Mm -hmm. Literally, they age him down. Uh and I don't know. I felt like this is the most unbelievable part that he wouldn't just be like, whatever. She's just a little kid. I'm I'm over it. Yeah. So yeah. she she squirts him with some more ketchup. She squirts him in the face and then punks him in front of her friends, which is great. Yeah. And then she's like, she runs uh, to their house and he tries to get her like with with one last attempt. Hits the door. Uh, mom opens the door. Uh, immediately notices the ketchup stain. By the way, mom. She's a babe. She's got some chest meat. Dude, okay. So <laughs> I said this thing, when dude? I first saw the mom. We love moms and dads. Yeah, especially step moms. Stepmom, especially stepmoms. It's not a stepmom. Uh, no. Uh, well, that was the thing, because at first, you know, she's got this uh, cardigan on, and she's got these glasses, and, you know, she just looks very mom-like, you know. She's got some things going on. Yeah. But then it's only because they have to show her when she's younger. Yeah. And that's... Uh, She's, she's looking good then, too. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah. looks great. Um, <laughs> Michael's mom doesn't believe him that he's not responsible for squirting shit on the door. Uh, okay, okay. We have to pause. We have to set up uh, drinking game rules. Okay. Do you guys have, have any drinking game rules that, that you've written down? Obviously, anytime there's a Canadian accent. Okay. Um, whenever the mom touches the forehead of Michael. <laughs> okay. Being, like, temperature-wise. Like, she just immediately discredits him all the time. Um, uh, and every time the, the time flip happens or the time loop, every time there's time travel, uh, and I have a couple more, but I'd like to hear what you guys have. I was going to say every time they say the word cuckoo, every time Michael's dad leaves his jaw hanging open after he <laughs> says something, I don't know if you guys noticed this, that, that yeah, please drink responsibly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and one more I had was, uh, Every time they reuse the same footage during... Uh, oh, my God. It's constantly... The, the party. party scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we got Tara. She gloats, and, like, she immediately... Uh, she goes to Michael. 
She's like, I got you almost this is as good as I got you at your birthday mm-hmm. party. Diddly, 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 so now diddly, diddly, we get a little flashback. <laughs> Does that mean drink? Yeah, that's, okay. that's a flashback. Uh, yeah. So flashback counts. And when you see uh, Michael, he looks directly at the screen, and then we get a flashback uh, thing, and he's remembering the party, and we see his sign that's up there. The Big 12. The Big 12. <laughs> Happy birthday, too, baby. Michael. The Big 12. <laughs> that sounds sexual. It does sound sexual. Michael's got a so. hog down there. Uh, <laughs> the Big 12 incher. Yeah. Ba boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's bad. Jesus. I like the bass music that's playing in this scene. Too. The music, dude. That I also to... noticed this funky bass line going. I didn't on. notice it. It was we really talked cool. About it. it was bum, cool. Bum, I liked bum, it a lot. Did bum, we? Bum, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 but that. it was dope, dude. Yeah. Bum. Uh, and then so he he's hanging out at his party, and we see okay. uh all these kids that he's hanging out with. Uh, we see his Asian friend Henry. He's got a couple uh, party hats on his he's, head. He thinks Classic he's hilarious. Mood, dude. He thinks yeah. he's a real cut up. Okay, <laughs> at the party we have Henry and then his fat kid friend who is basically me. Uh, except instead of John, his name is Josh. The fat kid? Yeah. The fat Italian. Well, I'm Greek, but yeah, Italian You're Greek? in a pinch. Yeah. Okay, that Would works. Are you Albanian or something too, right? Yeah. Weird. You're Albanian? Yeah. I fucking... What the fuck? <laughs> Why? Just because all you Albanian listeners, Albanian. I don't know anything about Albania. We'll I'll tell you all our uh, Patreon. Yeah, the Albanians. We're yeah. the terrorists in the Taken movies. Oh yeah, yeah. So take that. Shit. Oh, whoa, take that. Whoa, hey, little, hey, 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 hey. He took um, Okay, so important. he gets the CD from uh, his girl. What's her? What's her name? It's he uh, thinks she's shit, cute. I can't remember. He thinks she's cute, but she's really a demon. Mona. Uh, yeah, okay. and he has a crush on her, and she gives him a CD. I was so desperate to try and see what the CD Me was. Me too. Yeah. I looked at it, it. You know what I think it says? What? The Sisters. Whoa. I think that's the name of the group. That's sisters. cool. That's I little... first I thought it said The Snakes, but I was like, I think it says The Sisters on it. And I'd be like, oh, that'd be cool to be like, of course, it's something that he doesn't like and tried to get rid of. Oh. You know what I mean? If you guys saw... <gasps> Did it? I don't know. I, the... I Maybe I'm giving it too much credit, but I really felt like it said the sisters. That'd be cool. She ruined, or the little sister ruins it right away. Pissed like, me off. Well, Tara. like the way he, he like is like, oh, I don't have this one yet. Uh, and she's like, oh, no, you had yeah. it. You threw it out, but now that you're in love. But say it like the way she said it. Just, you don't have to act. Yes, you had it. But you threw it away because you hate it. But now you'll keep it because you're in love. And the director was like, cut, got it. Flawless. Perfect. Love it. Yeah. She was like, no, you had it. You threw it out. <laughs> you threw <laughs> it out. Yeah. Michael goes to talk to his mom. Well, no. The mom is like, come help me with the cake. Yeah. At your birthday. At your own yeah. birthday party. Why is that his job? That never has ever happened. No. Ever, me, ever, dude. ever, I thought ever. the same thing. It's his birthday. Dude, that's the whole thing. Is like, you don't see the cake until it's your birthday. Like, <laughs> well, bring it in yeah. with the cake. What the fuck? That'd what? be funny but... if earlier they just showed him having to hang his own decorations. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, that's like, you know, like, put out chips in a bowl. It's like really... <laughs> not fun for him at all. He's like, I guess I have to have this party for my sister. He's, he's brainstorming uh, slogans like, the Big 12. <laughs> and she's like, let me get the candles. I'm like, wait, so you're going to put the cake out there. With and no candles. With no candles. Well, well he no, comes no. out with the cake. 
And guess what happens? Well, she trips him, the little cunt. Uh, Michael trips and he lands face down Could've on died. the cake. This face, first time. Face down, yeah. ass up, cake up in the mouth. <laughs> well, then all his friends, including the chick that he's, you know, into, laugh at him. Like, oh. all his friends are like, you fucking idiot. And uh, two Asian friends. him. Harold, yeah. Yeah, I, that's what I, I, I put You call him, him two cones? Two cones, yeah. Two chains? Mm-hmm. Two cones, because he got that. He thinks he's hilarious. Hey, Two Chains has a birthday song. Cool. Well, maybe <laughs> that's actually early Two Chains. He could have, you know, changed a lot. Wow. Uh, oh, he also says before he gets the the cake in the face, he calls her Tara the Terrible. Yeah, yeah. accurately. So, yeah, uh, his friends are dicks. Yeah, they really are. And what it snaps him out of his reverie, out of his his memory of this, is the two moving men, and it's like. Hey, watch out there, kid. Yeah. I love this. Classic I, blue collar. Like, dude, I would love to play a moving guy. You know, you don't really see my face, but just kind of be like, hey, watch out. I'm walking over here. I'm walking here. I'm dude. moving a cuckoo clock. Did you notice the little, uh, what's that, continuity with um, They're bringing it in. It's like the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. And then it's nighttime. It's certainly nighttime. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe the sun... Uh, maybe sun goes down real quick in Canada. They're real know. close to Alaska up there, where it's yeah. like the three hours of sunlight they had. Well, that the day. cuckoo clock messes with time, man. Okay. Uh, yeah. All well, clocks mess with time. Dad, Dad says. Yeah, but this one really fucks with time, dude. It is funny that the dad bought it without the permission from the mom, because it really makes you say, okay, this guy goes out with his money without telling his wife and spends it on a clock because he was told that it was magic. Yes, I feel like thank it's you. so gullible that this dude would even do that. Did he say he got a good right. deal on it, though? Because yeah. the guy's it's like, been there forever. He's like, there's something wrong with it, but he wouldn't tell me. Oh, my God. Yeah, he goes, I got this clock from Anthony. I think he said the dude's name is. And he says, yeah, yeah. there's something wrong with it, but he won't tell me what. I'd be like, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. if I was his wife, I'd be like, uh, you better go find out what the fuck is wrong with it. Dude, I wouldn't tell you what's buy wrong with it. it's anything. Ugly. For like, over like fifty nope. bucks, if someone's the like, "There's something room. wrong with it," but I'm not gonna tell you what it yeah, is. I'd be like, "Fuck you!" It's got I'm a, not buying it. Got a whole family of termites in it. Now your house yeah, is exactly. fucked. Yeah, great. <laughs> it's covered in uh, asbestos. Um, I took For the real. liberty of writing down the dad's monologue. If anyone wants to take I'd a go to at it. reading it, the legend is a strange old man built the clock over a hundred years ago, but he put a magical spell on it. They say whoever discovers the magic must beware. <laughs> you can't see, but my jaw's dangling. I'm sure you could put some more pauses in that, Riley. The legend <laughs> is a bit a strange old man. What is he? Built um, the clock over a hundred years ago. But he put a magical spell on it. <laughs> they say whoever discovers the magic. Must beware. <laughs> no, very impressive. The dad, if you get really, it's all about how much his mouth is open the whole time. He has to pause so much because he has to take in big breaths through his mouth because <gasps> he's a fucking mouth breather. So, as uh, the dad's t- given this monologue, uh, the cuckoo clock pops out of the clock and gets all in Michael's face. And we have another like bullshit jump scare there where you're like, I can't believe Michael got like frazzled by that. Uh, um, I would just like to say, usually cuckoo clock birds that come out of the cuckoo clock aren't 
fucking old and haggard like this bird? Yeah, it looked like it was stuffed. It looked weird. Like I, th- I feel the bird. Like, the bird yeah, was creepy, dude. The bird didn't have. I have something to say as well. Yeah. The bird. Okay, hundred years ago. Uh-huh. So what was this? 90... 95. 95. So hundred years before is eighteen ninety five. Yeah, math. It's still ninety five. Yeah, <laughs> it's still the nineties. But. This guy installed, like, uh, LED lights in its eyes, and it had red glowing eyes. I didn't see red glowing eyes. I don't remember red glowing eyes. You didn't see glowing eyes on the bird? I remember your eyes glowing a bit when the bird came out. I looked over at you, and your eyes were glowing. The eyes were glowing red. I do not remember that. Cooper has a bird finish. What? The eyes are glowing, and then he's just into it. No, 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 no. The <laughs> eyes were glowing. You're wrong. Uh, I don't and if he this. built it a hundred years ago, how is it glowing? Oh, glowing red eyes. Well, it's more so they, it has because they weren't. Yeah, it has all these what weird numbers on it, and the dad's like, "Oh, those are the years." It was glowing. And he also is like, "Don't fucking touch it." You like the dad, shithead. He's wearing his members-only jacket, and he's getting really frustrated at these kids. Uh, he's like, "If you guys mess with it, you're both be in deep trouble." And uh, that's kind of a little setup because immediately later that night we see uh, the dad scolding Tara because mm-hmm. she was fucking with the clock somehow. Which I think just little little note for later, guys. Uh, when you find out about things later, I just want to say that Tara almost beat him to it. And yeah, she knew because she's involved in the occult. Wouldn't that be and... crazy if they had yet another younger sibling that just been completely deleted? That's before. what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I was literally... Yes, that's what I'm saying is Michael almost didn't make it, dude. Like, Tara has been doing this shit for 100 years, dude. She's been fucking <laughs> going in and, like, deleting kids from history. What if she Michael is the Antichrist? She existed with this clock forever. What if Michael is the Antichrist? It is biblical name. Yeah. And, like, they've had five other siblings that have been deleted before that, and he's like... No, be, playing dumb. Because yeah. but be no, sick. because and then because he like Michael he's like what is not playing dumb. Michael is actually like we hear his inner monologue. I mean, he's innocent, dude. He's he's innocent. After Tara is told don't play with the clock by dad, Michael has the bright idea to get up in the middle of the night and sabotage the clock to get Tara in more trouble. Uh, we it, see an extreme close-ups of the clock. Uh, he looks at a family photo of all four of them. Little pre uh, little. Foreshadowing. foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, furthermore, another foreshadowing. And then... Uh, he, As he's walking down the stairs, he steps on a doll of a little girl. And it, he she screams out. It looked like a bootleg Chucky doll, kind of. He yeah. steps on the little girl. And then he stomps on and, it. Yeah, and then he stomps on it. And it goes... Ah, ah, as, if, as if it screams out and was suddenly silenced. The clock strikes midnight. The yeah. bird comes out and... Uh, With glowing red eyes. To deface the cuckoo clock, Michael turns its head around. Like, Dude. that'll show her. Yeah. And I was like, so basically the dad has to be standing there on the hour or else he's not going to notice. Yeah. And really, could you really tell if a <laughs> yeah. bird's head is facing the wrong way? Yeah, that's true. It comes out for like a one second and then it pops back in. Yeah. Maybe you should have like broke the face of the clock or something if you wanted. Just it broke to be the obvious. glass. Yeah, there's just a million things. Yeah, there, everything could have been done differently. Its yeah. eyes were glowing red, by the way. Listeners, Michael goes back to bed and he wakes up and it's three days earlier. 
I didn't understand why it would well, be three days. It earlier. would seem like okay. So this basically starts a chain reaction of him jumping backwards in time, but it yeah. seems to arbitrarily do it the first time. It's three days. And then later on, it's six years. Yeah, how does that work? Well, this is something that was different in the book, is that uh, it would be more frequent increments. So at first, mm. they're closer and closer together. So three days isn't a big deal. Like, yeah. versus three days, then it's a week, then it's a couple of, oh, like, months. Oh, I see, yeah. But in the uh, the story that we see, it, yeah, three and days it, and then six years. And I think that's mm. because otherwise we wouldn't have been able to cover this episode because it would have been a two-part episode. It'd be long. Yeah, I mean, they probably made the right choice to cut all this shit out, yeah. but uh, Michael sees his parents hanging up the Big 12. The Big 12. The Big 6, yeah. right? Oh, no, no, the no. Big 12 this again. Was before. Yeah, this is before, yeah. And he thinks like, his family yeah, is like, messing with him. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he thinks it's a joke. This and is one of the first times that the dad leaves. Well, this is what's no, this is when. No, okay. No, no, no. Let me they say, go back to the party. Let me say, I, I gotta say, because this is when. Michael goes to reveal his stupid plan, and this is why his sister pranks him all the time, and he can't pull off any pranks because he's an idiot. He walks out there, and he's like, Hey, Dad, how's the clock? <laughs> oh, okay. And his dad's like, What the fuck are you talking about, son? Son? I'm yeah. trying to put up your birthday sign. Well, he doesn't He sabotaged seem, his sister. He's not very bright. I mean, uh, clearly, if a five-year-old is getting things on him, then he's completely he's a dim fucking piece of wood he he's, doesn't he needs to like you know be more aware he's but. slow yeah yeah he's a little slow so okay this is my, my the most frustrating part for me why would okay he relives his whole birthday party but he doesn't do anything different the only thing he no. tries to do different is like anticipate where uh tara is gonna trip him from but she well, gets him so at a different he, spot he gets so what is this timeline? Does it mean that, like, no matter what, she's gonna be able to trip him, even well, though he's anticipating no. it? Here, here, check this out. Checking. Right? I'm checking. Tara gets him at a different place. Remember, because the first time he was walking into the bedroom, yeah, and the second time she gets him when he's walking into the house. Tara was fucking with the clock. Tara has been fucking with the time continuum before. Michael started doing it. This is a scene where Michael is reliving his birthday party and knowing, one, that he gets clowned by his sister with yeah. the CD, he walks right into it again. And maybe, okay, he's still just testing the waters out to see if the thing, th same things will happen. But then he knows he's going to be tripped carrying this cake. Yeah. And instead of being like, hey, mom, will you carry this? He's like, True. well, I guess I'll try it and again. And he's also staring at the cake while he's walking instead well, of yeah. the ground. Well, yeah, he's being a little bit more careful. And this time when she trips him, he falls, but he falls backwards. Yeah. Instead of face down into the cake, the cake falls on but him. But Tara, and what I'm saying is Tara changed her strategy, which is weird. Because Tara is the Antichrist. <laughs> no, because Tara's... Like he gives, okay, so he gives his sister the same setup. He was like, "Oh, I don't have this CD yet," and she goes, "Oh, that's right, because you threw it away because you said it sucked, but now you're gonna yeah. like it because you're in love." Yeah, and he says that again and sets this up, and his yeah. friends make the same jokes. Everything's happening again, and instead of just being like, "Wait a minute." I know it's going to happen. I can prevent it from happening. He walks right into it. Isn't that the whole point of having a time travel story? Yeah, true. Is that you can escape those things that once haunted you. Or there's, mm -hmm. I mean, but you can't escape learn them from your mistakes. Well, you can't escape your own hell, dude. And that's what Michael does in the end. Well, he, he fucking catches another cake in the face. That's for damn sure. Uh, he actually catches oh, yeah. this one in the face. Yeah. yeah. 
And then he's, like, talking to his parents later, and his parents are like, oh, are you sick? Like, you think you relive this day? And uh, his dad has such a funny line. He goes, you know what I always say? Tomorrow's <laughs> yeah. another day. He's the only person that says that. Is his dad Bob Dylan or something like that? <laughs> it's that's so, a, that, that's a way with words right there. Fucking who could come American, up with such a thing? What, American what a poet. Whip. It's just a Canadian poet. Yeah. It's visionary. So this is the scene that, uh, again, we, before we just had the extreme close-ups, this is the nightmare scene where he's running. Yeah, from... And instead of a cuckoo bird that pops out it's his sister yeah it's like a terrible cgi terra head that pops <laughs> really out. bad green screen bullshit yeah and i'm like okay i get it you guys are trying to have a scary element to like put in there to cut to commercial and be like oh no what's happening but why not just make it a magic time travel story why try to have a scary clock element yeah. after the question. cuckoo clock nightmare michael wakes up and this is tommy where we got our first glimpse of hot mom Oh yeah, I mean, I she's I not hiding those things. No, she's got those things. Those things are jumping out. Yeah, it's a really funny Slider reaction. Puppies. They, it's a funny reaction they do. They show her sitting down. It's an upward point of view perspective, and we see uh, her. She's talking to Michael. She goes, "Oh, don't worry. You know, it's your birthday tomorrow. Just get some rest or something." And then she goes, yeah, you're going to be six years old. The big six. Yeah. And then it's the reverse shot where you see a six-year-old Michael. Yeah. Uh, Macaulay Culkin, Canadian style. This really is. This is the scene you were talking about, right? Yeah. The six-year-old Michael jumps out of the bed, looks in the mirror, and does a Home Alone. <gasps> I literally wrote Home Alone scream. Yeah, Aging backwards, Home Alone scream. Michael wakes his parents up by a scream of terror. Right? Yeah. And her mom comes in and says, oh, you're just excited for turn six. It's like, what? It's like, dude, I was literally <laughs> screaming for my life. And she's like, you must be so excited to turn six years old. That's why you're screaming bloody murder right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, everybody, when they're happy, they just they scream just as if they're going to die. He, he has a great reaction. In fact, I actually like this kid. Better than I like the kid who played the older Michael. I yeah. think this actor was probably yeah. smarter. The six-year-old? He was a better actor, and he also seemed more lucid. Like, Besides the... oh, I see what's happening here. And it's so funny. He goes, I'm six? Like, he had a really good reaction. I thought yeah. he was did a much better job than 12-year-old Michael. Yeah. How about not bald dad? Yeah. His dad walks in, and the first thing uh, Michael says is, hair! Hair. Can you go that bald in six years? Yeah. I mean, he had, he had a kid. That Why happens. are you asking yeah. me? Are you scared? Yeah. Well, he starts, uh, he's bald surprised that his dad has hair. And then he's also, his parents don't know who Tara is. They think no. it's his uh, imaginary friend. You could tell dad is clearly happy back then, too. He's you not guys, truly uh, become obsessed with Anthony's antiques yet. Did you ever have an imaginary friend? Never. I played a lot of imagination imaginary? in my head. Yeah. I didn't have imaginary friends. Well, I had siblings. I I think I had an imaginary friend for all of a week. Do you uh, know what it was? Did he did he like be like you suck? I'm out of here. It's like I don't want to drink Mountain Dew and fucking jerk off. All the I time. just remember like hiding in the closet and being like I'm playing with my imaginary friend. And you were jerking it. You know what my imaginary friend was your dick. It was one of the letter <laughs> D's. 
from the Double Dare logo, what? which is like the letter Wait. D with Wait. arms and legs. I, that was your imaginary friend. My imaginary friend was the letter D with arms and legs. I think that's weirder than the story I told on our episode <laughs> with friend of the podcast, Gary. <laughs> the one where you were jerking off? Uh, we don't need to bring it up. Hey, hey, well, what? Hey, well, listen to it. Okay. But no, yeah, that is pretty weird, in. right? I was My imaginary friend was the letter D from the Double Dare logo. Okay, uh, well... Tara's not an imaginary friend. They can't remember it. Michael runs to uh, go look in her bedroom, and now it's uh, Dad's office. Yeah. I also know, like, the placement of the cuckoo clock. Why would you put it in front of three windows? Isn't that a oh, really yeah. dumb place to put a, a clock? <laughs> oh, yeah, that is a really terrible like, place. That's, like, a really nice spot in a nice house, mm-hmm. it seems like. And you're like, no, let me put it in front of, like, let me... Limit some window viewing. I'm sure the mom was probably like, I'm going to throw that shit out of here in a week. It's not going to be She's like, I'm going to make him a cuckoo in a little bit. (laughs) Wouldn't that be funny? Some guy with like a full head of hair, like long flowing locks has been slamming mom the entire time. I wouldn't be surprised if the mom was having it put to her by the two cuckoo clock movers. Oh, man. (laughs) That well, wouldn't be like out of a porno. Yeah, yeah. Look out, kid. <laughs> look out, kid. I gotta bring this in there and bring your mom. Look with. out, dad. <laughs> oh, I'm really sweaty. Mind if I just puff my shirt off, my pants off? Oh boy. Uh, so Michael immediately realizes what's happening. Like he doesn't have. It doesn't even go two minutes before he's like, "Oh, the cuckoo clock. I must have changed things because I turned the bird's head." He immediately figures it out. Takes no time, and he's like, "Okay, cool. I just got to go there and change and well, turn the head around." Also, uh, the little Asian kid, still a dick. Oh yeah. So we oh. we're going to uh, the six year old birthday party. The they big did, six. They did good with the younger looking actors of the previous child actors by having one Asian kid and one no. chubby kid. Oh no 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 the. Chubby kid also looked like a very kind of like... Chubby? Italian. Um, <laughs> Save this for your spin-off podcast. This no, reminded me of... Um, when he has the He's inner monologue. The spaghetti, I'll tell you. Uh, yeah. And Michael's... All he cares about is trying to get to the clock so that way he can write things. He stabs the shit out of the balloon animal. Yeah. He's like, okay, I'll give all my fucking presents away to my friends. And they have, like, the funniest ADR line. Did you, you guys look at this? What was it? ADR means additional dialogue recording. Oh, yeah, yeah. The kids are like, grab the presents. And then it's, like, the worst voiceover. The voiceover's like, yay, presents. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, clearly these kids not say that. <laughs> yeah. Like, this one kid's, Henry's mouth is not even open when that happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do, they, do they get to, like, bring the presents home with them? I don't know. But, yeah, Michael doesn't care, but the kids are so fucking excited. And then this is one of the most puzzling parts of this episode. As Michael's running to the antique shop, there's a weird, (laughs) scary drifter. The McPoyle. Yeah, there's, like, a McPoyle. (laughs) He's wearing, like, a black trench coat, and he looks creepy as fuck, right? I thought this was going to be Anthony at first. Oh, Oh, me too. Oh. I thought that too. 
Like you thought that was the dude who worked at the antique shop? Like Anthony's be like, yeah. I know what's going on right That'd now. That'd be interesting. It seems like they'd let you down from like the this is a child rapist. Oh no, it's just the owner of the shop. But no, it was just a child. Well, the rapist. girl who cried monster also had that weird followed home by an adult thing. Yeah. That it kind of was creepy like that too. But in that one at least they were like, he's not a rapist, he's a monster. In this well, one it's like <laughs> That well, guy was a rapist. It never gets explained. Yeah. Which but what if it was what if it was like a grown up version of Michael <gasps> from a Whoa. different timeline? Holy shit, dude. Right? And he's like making sure that everything happens. Yeah. In a yeah. What? Way. That would be cool. I didn't would even this, think wait, wait. about that. Would this be to ensure that Tara doesn't exist? Yes, dude. Tara. <sighs> the whole point yeah. of the story is that he's got to get rid of Tara, dude. Tara is a monster. Tara is the devil. I agree. Dude. I mean, and she's maybe the Antichrist. She's, she's haunting him and all of his like many like infinite siblings throughout time in the fourth dimension, dude. She's cock blocking him. She's she's, she's been destroying him. his kin for she, as long as time has ever she's gone. She's a later female. And she's been replacing Hitler. them with herself. She is forever. the Antichrist, and he is the ancestor of Christ reborn. The anti yes. Antichrist. Yeah. But no, right now Michael's running past the creepy drifter that may or may not be him in the future. He gets to Anthony's antiques, and we have the classic uh, closed jump scare. Closed for vacation. No dogs allowed. Is that a Charlie Brown reference? Yes. Okay, just checking. <laughs> he uh, okay, so he gets down there, blockhead. <laughs> Good grief. So he's running down to the store, and he finds out his clothes for vacation. And he's, like, banging on the, the door. He sees and then it in the window. it cuts back to the drifter where you see him walking towards him. Yeah. Too. So you yeah. think that... It's, felt- a, it's a little misdirection, because, like, there's a jump scare where he gra- uh, uh, someone grabs his shoulder, and, of course, it's... Uh, dad. Hair dad. <laughs> I like that, hair dad. That's what I wrote down. I wrote hair so dad. if you guys are at home and you're playing the games... Uh, make sure you take a drink there, because I think Michael narrowly avoided molestation. He when, did. Whether or not it was himself, because... Wait, when did he get molested? He almost got molested by the guy in the trench coat, which may or may not have been him. And the thermometer. Oh, but I wouldn't molested. put it past Michael to molest himself. That's crazy. <laughs> Wait, is that molesting if it's yourself? It's masturbating with a younger version of yourself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right, so dad shows up, brings Michael home, and as a punishment for running away from his birthday party, his dad decides to read to him for two hours. <laughs> um, and yeah. uh, Michael... He's reading Clifford. Yeah, he is. He's reading Clifford the Big Red Dog. Uh, Clifford the Big I was, Red Dog? I was going to say, like, uh, do you think you could make a vest? I don't have uh, enough material for that. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> oh, that's great. Too big. Uh, so... Michael knows he's going to go to sleep and more time's going to pass, but he goes to bed anyway. He's like, goodbye to his parents. They yeah. tuck him in. No, he's not like, goodbye, all joyous like that. No. Goodbye. Like, he knows. Like, he's trying. He's kicking and screaming. He's trying to tell his parents. His parents are like, Michael, I can't read you any more fucking stories, dude. We could read Clifford like six times. I read you the Hardy Boys. I read you everything, man. I can't read anymore. And he's like, I don't want to go to bed, guys, because I'll die. I'm traveling through time. And they're like, our uh, kid's a fucking psychopath, Mom dude. checks his temperature on the head again. Yep. Drink up, because every time she does that, she yep. does that a lot. So, and she keeps she keeps checking his temperature. She's like, she's like, what the hell is wrong with this kid? He's saying nonsense. He's like, guys, I'm stuck in a time loop. Ah. I think she's wearing like a night, uh, like a bathrobe nightgown kind of thing. She's like, looking good, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> she was. And 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 they're like they're like uh, Michael, you gotta go to sleep, my buddy. And he's like, he's like, and they're like good night. And he's like, no, it's not good night. It's, it's goodbye. goodbye. Yeah. Forever. It's goodbye forever. And they're like, okay, dude, you're so edgy. And then they turn off the lights, and then it, he wakes up and he's a baby. This is uh, the scene you were talking about, Riley. Do you want to talk about the rectal thermometer scene? Uh, yeah, I think this this scene played a lot into the way Michael turned out later in life. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you mean the drifter in the dirty trench coat, old Michael? Yeah, I mean, he just <laughs> yeah. he wanted to get back to that because it's the only time in his life <laughs> where like he could get an older woman... To stick a thermometer up his ass when he was a baby. He could pay money for that. Yeah. Yeah, but he couldn't ever be a baby again. And he wanted to experience. That's why he wanted young Maybe the true form. Because he was he wa- victimized with this anal penetration of a thermometer. He's be- always victimized in his life later. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Because to a baby. He's a victim forever. To a baby, that doesn't matter. But to a but to twelve-year-old, a, to a twelve-year-old in a baby, your mother body, penetrating your ass right when you're starting to like go through a lot of hormonal changes. That's the, yeah, I mean, he was developing his whole entire like orientation of his like sexual self at this time, and right during this pivotal moment, his sister sends him back in time to get molested by his mama. His mother was his a momo. His, his mama. <laughs> <laughs> With a thermometer. I mean, she. it was really, like, played out the way she, yeah. like, she, like, dug it into that petroleum jelly, and she pulled it out, and you see it there, and it's almost like a little femdom scene, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, let's check your temperature, baby boy, and he's like, oh, no. Brazzers, Brazzers writers everywhere are just scrambling, yeah. down <laughs> like, this is gold, this yeah. is gold. Uh, anyway. The one of the things that's extremely frustrating about this scene is that now he's a baby, and he can't make... He can't speak. He can't say, I need to go to the antique store. Mm-hmm. But coincidence just so happens that his dad's like, hey, who wants to go to the antique store? It's still Anthony's. I know. And yeah. then the clock is still there. It's just the coincidental thing of being that like, oh, works, the so. baby's fussy. I'll take him to the antique store and we'll go look at antiques, which is the one thing he needs to do. <laughs> which yeah. is like, what, does your dad go there constantly? Or is how do you know? That's a good question. I think, uh, I think it's too dad's... coincidental. The dad's been keeping Anthony's in business forever. Like yeah. every three years, he sells him something for like two thousand bucks, and is like, "All right, it's Canada. We got enough for rent. We're fine." Mm. Uh, and then this scene is fucking. Not to make a pun, but it's cuckoo bananas a little bit. Mm. Nice. They get to the antique store. Mom's looking real sexy. Yeah, I was also hoping Dad like, looked that... sexy. <laughs> well, I sort like, of. I, I was, was hoping sexy. he would have like, undo a couple buttons. I was hoping he would have like a mullet or like like a perm or something like that. A Jerry perm? Because oh, like, it was the eighties. This takes place in ninety five. Shoulder pads. Originally. So yeah. twelve years prior, that's nineteen eighty three. Got that wet look. So he would be. He's like, wearing a Devo hat. Devo hat. <laughs> the fucking power dome or whatever. Do they sell them for dogs and cats? Or Clifford, the big red dogs? They should. Dude, I bet if you made Devo hats for dogs, people will buy those. Yeah, quick. Devo would sue me. I think they're pretty on top of their energy domes. So this is the scene that's super ridiculous, right? She's super milfy. Dad is not mulletty. Uh, and they get to the they yes. get to Anthony's and instantly leave 
our little baby uh, he's stroller. Co- in his stroller, and coincidentally, there's also a series of steps steps <laughs> leading directly up to the clock face. How as convenient! Be, yeah, I thought he was gonna just scale straight up it, like, 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 again, like, like Chucky or like I think uh, in the baby book, geniuses that does happen. Like he, ha- it's like a lot more perilous, and it's I feel like it's like. It, it, when yeah. having it crammed together in one episode that's 30 minutes long is going to seem, of course, super ridiculous. It's but. like Die Hard. He like, walks barefoot across a bunch broken of glass. broken glass and <laughs> finally climbs up it. Mother Has cousins. to kill a few Russian terrorists on his way up. So, uh, oh, baby Michael. Baby Michael. Knocks off the number 88 yep. off the side of the clock, uh-huh. which was the years. And all of a sudden, time travel happens, and now he's 12... Years well, old. it twists the head. Back. It twists it, yeah. It, mm-hmm. it comes out, but it's like all of a sudden he's immediately transported back. It yeah. hasn't been like he doesn't have to go to bed again or anything. No, I thought he was going to have to go back through like all the years, right? Nope. Oh, yeah. He actually ages yeah. for the next 11 years. That'd be kind of good. Yeah. That would be interesting, actually. Yeah. yeah. So. Again, he's 12. He tells his parents that he loves them, and his parents don't but, know who Tara is. He kisses his dad's bald head. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> his greasy head. Yeah. Can I do that to you? Yeah. Hey. Um, can we talk about Just real quick. he says? Yeah. Okay. Right after he kisses him on his bald head. I love you? I love you, Dad. It's right after he says that. What? What? Keep your hand off my cuckoo. Oh, yeah. I, what look, the Tom. fuck? Okay, so they don't know who Tara is. I wrote that. I think and they made the same notes. So <laughs> Tara was never born because she was born in 1988. And he knocked that number off. So does that mean that everything that happened in 1988 what? has not happened? Okay. Yeah, it must. Because if that's true, uh, that means... That the 1988 Canadian Winter Olympics never happened. Whoa, hey, Calgary, right? When did the yeah. Berlin Wall? It was at Calgary. I don't know. It says, uh, actually, ironically, a brief history of time was never written by Stephen Hawking. Time travel. Oh, oh wow. Uh, Beetlejuice was never made. Oh no. shit. No, fuck this. Dude. And fuck what this about this? Got to go back. This is the worst one right here. Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley was never no. written. There's no Rick Rolling! <laughs> there would be no Rick Rolling if this happened. Dude, he Rick Rolled the timeline we'll get of this. life, dude. 1988, that's when crack cocaine hit the streets. Like, all these oh, things wow. that would have no. happened. All the classics. Man, you know what? Now that you say it, I really think maybe we would have been better off without 1988. <laughs> what's the what's the year of the dick 1990. Party? Oh, the good okay. I, was I like, know. I thought about that when I did this research. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, imagine if that had, like was 1988. As we're talking about it, it just like fades Disappears. away, like, like in Back, Back to, to the, the Future. future. Yeah. Wait, Whoa. what? What did? If this poster, this oh, worldwide dick party poster, 1990. Yeah, that's the year I was born. Yeah. Well. Look at the thing. No one knocked that number off the clock. So, okay. So, so Tara's gone. (laughs) Tara's gone. This is the last voiceover that happens. And he goes, drink. Maybe I'll go back for her someday. I'll bring her back. But why, why does he want to bring her back? Because to bring her back, this means he would have to do the exact same thing where he turns the thing around and orchestrates this whole charade of bringing, being brought back one years old, climbing up this thing. He would have to do that before. It's and not knock off the, the 88. Tara's toast. There's no way. She's done. But also, he doesn't really want to bring her back. No. 
Who's no, laughing? Who's stoked that she's gone? No Man. lesson has been learned from this episode. This is not a cautionary. Sister. The cautionary tale is be careful with a cuckoo, not don't <laughs> trifle don't, with time. With your dad's cuckoo. <laughs> your dad's cuckoo. Okay. Don't touch his cuck. Yeah, sure. I think that's one interpretation. Uh, yeah, and so that's, that's one it. interpretation of the episode. Yes, that is it. And so now I think we should do uh, a little bit of rating. Little rating. Some creepy okay. crawlers. Yeah. Uh, for those of you listening at home, or for those of you visiting again, uh, the way it works is we rate every episode from zero to ten creepy crawlers. Zero being the worst, ten being the best. Uh, you can rate on any criteria that you uh, deem important, and uh, this is pretty much a summation of your thoughts and a score. Coop, you want me to go first? You want to go you, counterclockwise? You're you're a guest. Okay, sure. Um, six. I give it a six. Why? Uh, <laughs> oh, it was interesting. You know, it was thought provoking. Yes, but. As we talked about a bit, no monster, really. No, just the clock. So it was a little lame. I think you know what? Five. I changed it. Five. Five out of ten? Yeah. Like, it was like, this is kind of cool, kind of interesting, but there's no monster. It's not really scary. It's more just kind of like a sci-fi, like shitty sci-fi story. But like, I didn't hate it, but I would definitely not watch it again by choice. Okay. My thoughts, initially, uh, it's a fun concept. I love time travel. John and I both love time travel a lot. Tom travel? Yeah. <laughs> Tom travel a, Tom a lot. Tra- <laughs> it's when you and I, when I'm on the road, Tom travel. Tom travel. Um, I thought it was an interesting R.L. Stein goosebumps, again, with no monster. Maybe the time is the monster in this, maybe. Oh, yeah. Um, the acting from the kid, aka Young Riley or Today Riley, was was actually not bad. Youngest one or younger one, middle Six-year-old. middle Riley was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, everyone else acting wise was garbage. Uh, between Dad, Mom, and uh, Tara or Tara, they kind of like bounced back and forth between what they called her. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I wanted to really like it. There was just so many holes in like how the time travel worked, the time loop. Everything was a bit confusing. What the hell is up with the Drifter guy? I think there's a much more interesting story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, the actual book itself has a lot more time looping where it kind of goes in smaller uh, inter- uh, smaller intervals. And, uh, yeah. and there's much more of like the love story with Mona at the beginning and... All that stuff, but uh, to sum it up, 5.75. That's very specific. That was uh, okay. Surprising score. Uh, so actually, I t- n- no, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna give it a 6.5 because wow. of time travel. Uh-huh. I like time travel, it's almost a seven. That round up to seven. Quick maths, quick bass, quick, quick math, quick math, yeah. Also, quick bats are cool. Uh, so, uh, I feel like I'm partially responsible for this episode uh, being chosen because I was like, hey, I'd like to try to do one from the first season. And I threw out a couple names of episodes uh, that weren't two parts because I was like, hey, I know it's going to take a long time recording this. I feel like a 30 minute episode is better. This was one of them. 
Cuckoo Clock of Doom. The other one was Say Cheese and Die. And I feel oh. like those two are almost the same story, but reflected. One of them's going back in time. The other one's going forward in time. Neither of these have scary monsters in them, but both of them are cautionary tales of things to come, basically, or that have happened. Right. Uh, I was very disappointed that there was no monsters or creatures or anything really scary about this episode at all. Yeah. Um, kids were annoying. Uh yeah, the Drifter was fucking weird. I like to think that the Drifter was a future version of Michael. And I think it's also fun to think about, hey, maybe Taro isn't his only sibling. Maybe he has a couple other siblings that have already been wiped off the map. Yeah, I like that theory. Yeah, that was fun. But again, this is just supposition. Uh, as far as what was actually there, it was garbage. This is the worst Goosebumps I've fucking seen yet. Whoa! Yeah. Worse um, than piano lessons? Oh, yeah. That at least had, like, funny parts and floating hands <laughs> and ghosts. Yeah, you know what I mean? This was just... Ugh, this is rough. Yeah. Uh, 2.5. Whoa! 2.5? That's pretty 2. scathing. 5. Yeah. Like I said, uh, it's, not, it's not as bad as uh, Dust to Dust. Oh, yeah. That was terrible. They Actually, will. I don't know about this. <laughs> they this will. This is fucking terrible. <laughs> Yeah, uh, 2.5. All right. 2.5. Sure. Wow. Interesting. Riley, why don't you wrap it up here? I'm going up, 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 up. I'm going to give this uh, an 8. Wow. Okay. If you're going to give it an 8, I'm going to say this was outstanding uh, Goosebumps work right here. And I'm comparing this to other Goosebumps work. Uh, by work, do you mean shows or books? I mean masterpieces uh, <laughs> such as The Haunted Mask and Werewolf of Fever Swamp. But those are the only two other episodes of Goosebumps that I really freshly remember. So besides it was the books, better than you are talking in the show. No, because I gave Haunted Mask. If you remember, uh, on that episode, I gave that a, like a nine or something like that. I gave it a high score. This was a little bit under that because I had to do a lot of my own um, kind of thinking. But you know what I like is uh, is being able to watch something and not have a definitive answer. I like that this episode was thought-provoking and deep, and I think it kind of hailed back to some old mythology, some old Greek mythology, maybe some biblical stories about kind of an escape from the underworld. I mean, the whole thing uh, is just is terrifying in every, every sense of the word, uh, if you really think about it. I think a lot of the things that are attributed to this episode as flaws in acting are very deliberate and... Um, Tara is truly, uh, her actress really came out and, and delivered here. I think her performance was astounding as um, just an exemplary form of just a uncaring, calculated uh, killer. In the You're sense, right. More than a killer. I mean, it, she's an eraser. She, she doesn't just kill you. She kills your memory of anybody knowing who you were. I mean, you never existed. Tara kind of reminds me of, was it Damien, the movie? Oh, uh, The Omen? The Omen. Yeah. yeah. Is that the kid's name, though? Damien? Yeah, Damien okay. from The Omen, yeah. Yeah, the same kind of, like, dry delivery, like, kind of terrifying. Yeah, like, she laughs. She's like, ha, 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 I got you. Emotion. Like, she doesn't see joy yeah. in her face. I mean, she's, like, laughing, but her face is completely straight. Yep. Uh, because point. she feels nothing, and she's like a timeless demon from Mesopotamia. So you said what? You said an eight? Yeah, I say this. This is an eight. Well, we're um, gonna do another one. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, 
that was uh, Cuckoo Clock of Doom. Yep. Uh, another Cuckoo. Goosebumps in the bag. Uh, we got time for a little trivia? Oh, yeah. Do you have Tom's trivia? I got a little bit. Let's do some Tom's trivia. Are we going to hear the drop? I want to hear the drop. Tom's trivia. All right. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed this. She calls him uh, a credge, of course, which yes. is a jerk backwards. Right. Foreshadowing his backwards travel through time. Oh, hello. Hey. Um, this guy. And the backwards head of the bird. The backwards head of the bird. Um, there were some differences in the book. Uh, there's a lot of differences in the book. Um, he, he goes back in like many different times. Slower increments, like I said. Uh, the kid, I believe, let me see. Let me if I can look it up real quick. Um, the main guy also is in episode of Are You For The Dark, The Tale of the Carved Stone. Oh. A again, as a boy. Riley, you were in two episodes? Yeah. <laughs> different, I mean... time, different timelines. Yeah. Uh, but again, as a boy who experiences time travel. Really? Yeah. Huh. So I think maybe we wow, could do that great. episode sometime. Sure. Uh, we were always open to doing those. Um, and this intro had uh, one of the two different intros where there's a slightly different... Uh, we did, I think it was, let me see here, The Girl Cried Monster. Yeah. Uh, there's a 10-second remix of this one compared to the other Goosebumps intros. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, when the G passes the dog, the music is played with a different instrument. Oh. Mm. There are also different scenes from the show from when the door opened. The two episodes are the only ones whose titles are in white instead of green. And these are both on the Netflix intros? Yes, sir. Huh. And you can go back and watch, and they do explain how jerk backwards is what she's saying. That's right. interesting. Uh, oh, one Quick little note. You can probably pop this in the back of Tom's trivia. Just pull this up. Uh, you won't, I know. Just pop it in the back just like a thermometer. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Michael, uh, Michael just like, stepmom Michael right just there. like vaporizes into our room right now. I was like, what's up? What's going on over there? Uh, is there a bigger thermometer they got? <laughs> what, what did you uh, The 2000 reprint of the book here. changes Tara's birth year from 1988 to 1986. Okay. Why? Wait, wait. Because it was printed later and kids... The read. year on the dial, the clock changes too. In the 1995 edition, it changes at 2000. And then in 2003, it ends in the year 3000. What? Yeah. And then in the 2015 ebook, it ends in the year 2050. What? A, dude, fucking Arl Stein's off his goddamn rocker. Well, he, it makes sense. He's like... John Sorrow, anti-Semite. Yeah. Oh, uh... <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean... <laughs> He's half-punching uh, the, the big sniff I'm right just now. Giving him I so think soft punches. Arl Stein has cited this as being one of his favorite Goosebumps books. What? Yep. Um, this one? I agree with him. Yep. I'm Michael and Tara's father was mentioned by name in the book Herman Webster. Uh, and let's see. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, Riley the Rat. We got the big sniff. <laughs> Thanks so much, as always, for coming by and chiming okay. in with the little Goosebumps stuff. Do you guys going to hang around and do a quick little podcast of just you two talking shit about these kids? Yeah, I got a lot to say about these little fucking jerks. All right. Uh, so, yeah, uh, if you want to send us a, a tweet, tweet at us at short and spooky, or you can write us an email at short and spooky at gmail.com. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, 
Anything you guys want to plug or say hi to besides dads and moms? No, just dads and moms around the world. Thank you. Dad, mom, is that you? Dad, mom, please get back together. Dad, mom is like a cat. Dad, don't buy the clock. Dad! Hey guys, and welcome to the premiere episode of Mean and Stupid. Uh, and I'm here with my co-host, Daniel Cooper, the big snit. That's right, ready to get mean and stupid today. Yeah, we're going to get mean, but we're already stupid. <laughs> this is the podcast called Mean and Stupid, where we talk about kids from anthology shows and how fucking much I hate them. <laughs> uh, Why don't we just episode, run through them real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so today we're we're talking about episode three from season one of Goosebumps. Michael, fuck Michael. He's got a haircut. Looks like a middle-aged woman. Riley doesn't like that because it looks like his haircut, but he looks like a damn fool. All right, man. I, and I, his nostrils are too big. What's the name of the episode again? The Cuckoo Clock of Doom. The Cuckoo Clock of Doom. I think you're cuckoo. <laughs> he thinks I'm cuckoo because he looks like Michael. I think Michael looks fucking cool, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. That kid is the shit, man. And he's got his little dickhead sister fucking with him. Tara's a little piece of shit. She's a piece of shit, dude. She's a sociopath. She's a piece of shit. And she got erased from existence. Yeah. Good riddance. Good riddance, dude. Because if we weren't talking about this on our podcast, they'd be talking about it on one of those fucking last podcasts on the left, fucking my favorite serial killer fucking episodes. You know, one uh, of those shows. It wouldn't be our territory, you know? But yeah. thank God Michael stopped her, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right, because she's this killer. The problem with Tara is she had no fucking emotions, man. No fucking facial features. Oh, yeah, she's features. so, so bad. And what other characters? I remember the fat kid as fat Italian kid because he looked like what was his name from The Sopranos? Joe Pesci. No, uh, the guy who got killed in the train station. His kids looked like the fat. You remember who I'm talking about? The fat Italian kid. Yeah. So yeah, he's fat, but I'm fat too, so it's cool. I tell you what, fucking stupid ass mouth breather, come over here. I got a clock to sell you. Well, uh, it's got magical powers. I made it a hundred years ago. Uh, yeah. Let me think. Uh, Two thousand dollars. Yeah. Hey, no, you don't gotta call your wife. Come on, put the phone down. Put the phone down. All right, all right. Just buy the clock. Two thousand dollars. You can take it home today. You guys should rate the kids. We should do what to like, the kids? Rate. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, a zero to ten. We're here to spanks. rate the kids. We're gonna how rate many, the kids. Riley I'm gives not, Michael a ten out of ten because no, 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 he looks like him. Spanks, uh, 10 being what? you want to spank these kids on their real butts? bad because they're naughty and they're dumb. <laughs> Zero being like they're actually good kids, like okay. completely good kids. Michael, I'm spanking them all night, so we're gonna spank the kids because yeah, they're them, mad at them. Because you're mad at them, so 10 spankings. 10 spankings or zero spankings. I'm spanking yeah. Michael eight times, <laughs> but 
that's only 12-year-old Michael. Six-year-old Michael, I'm not going to spank him. He's good. He was good. 12-year-old Michael's getting eight spankings because his haircut was bogus. And... This is mean and stupid. This is the podcast where we where we, we spank, spank children. children. Uh, we, we take children we don't like and we spank them <laughs> less than the children we do like. Do you want to spank that boy? I want to spank that boy. <laughs> Are you going to let the other kids watch too? Make them watch. I'm going to spank Michael in front of his whole birthday. In <laughs> front of his whole birthday. How many times? They all going to have to watch. Well, here's the thing, you guys. and I, I it's, It was hard for me to hold this back. Uh, throughout the episode, but, but you're sexually interested in Michael. Yes, because <laughs> I am Michael. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I, I told spank you, Michael, or I'm, don't. I'm spanking. I'll spank myself right now, dude. <laughs> He's getting so you are Michael. Maximum spankage, dude. Maximum spankage. All right. However many times my stepmom spanks me, that's how many spanks that Michael gets. 73 out of 10 <laughs> and now Tara she gets zero spanks and I'll tell you why she doesn't fucking exist anymore and good riddance I hate that bitch yeah Tara well when she was alive I'd give her 10 out of 10 spanking <laughs> well she's a bad little girl <laughs> she deserved it but I have to agree after she doesn't exist you can't spank her no more can't spank a kid that doesn't you, exist that's Dude, like we always say, you can't spank a kid that you can't get spank your hands on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can't get the hands on the kid, you can't spank him. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the biggest challenge of spanking <laughs> okay, kids is they're uh, so squirrely. Uh, <laughs> next, Asian Asian friend, Harry. How many spanks? No spanks. Him? He's great. Yeah, he fuck him, dude. I give him a pat on the head. But I'll tell you what. <laughs> let, me, let me get down to business because we got one person left to talk about. We don't have a Wait, lot two. of time. This is a mini-sode. Fat Italian. I would like... Okay. I give him a meatball sub hey, and I, I say him, good job. I give him a fucking... <laughs> you give him a sub and you spank the dough right as you hand it to him, <laughs> yeah. dude. You spanked that meatball. You said, you ever seen a meatball this beautiful before? Hey, you kid? ever seen a meatball this big? Ass? Yeah. No, get out of here. You give it a good head. slap as you put it on the on the fucking... Um... Get out here, you little jerk off. Yeah, All yeah, right. yeah. Go. Uh, Take your right. meatball. Who's left? Final one is the love interest Mona, who's like the one like running her hands. Oh, Mona. Can't spank her, man. That's Me Too movement material. <laughs> I leave that one. You Tara. Well, Tara doesn't exist, so what are you going to do? You know? What, you going to call her lawyer? She doesn't exist. Yeah, she yeah. Did. Here, I want to spank his dad. <laughs> and I want to give him one hard spanking. Because he's fucking... And I, you know what? You know where I'm going to spank him? Right yeah. on the bottom of his chin. And I'm going to say, close your fucking mouth. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, what about you for, for Mona? Mona? Mm, she's fine. Let her go. Even though she laughs at him? She got him a cool CD. Okay, and smack her around him. a little bit, but don't, give, don't, don't make it too harsh. How many spanks? Two. You're gonna spank her twice? Two hard ones. And then she can leave. Alright, guys, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, thanks for listening to the Mean and Stupid Podcast. Uh,